Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Good morning, good morning. How y'all doing? How y'all doing in the cafe? Are you ready for some hot and steamy conversation this morning? What you drinking on? What you sipping on? Carmel Macchiato? That's my favorite beverage right there. That's how I get my day started. Hot and steamy. My mother and I had a fantastic relationship. This, this is Stephen, and I just wanted to share. You should always be in a place where you're celebrated. Life is too short to stay somewhere and tolerate If you cannot help a person, don't hurt them, especially with life. Stories just hold essences that bring out the best in other people. Something that touches other people, and that's what your show does. It doesn't. It's not just conversation as you started. It actually has a purpose. All right, all right, all right. Good morning, good morning, folks, and welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. it is, Eastern Time it is. This is where it all goes down. Real Talk with Soy and Brandon this morning. Now, in the cafe, y'all, we got a hot and steamy conversation that's going to take place. We invite our audience to participate if you are dialing in and you have a comment and you like to get your comment on the air, press 1 so we can get you in queue. But please remember that the show is 30 minutes long. So if you are pressing 1 to try to get your comments on at 1028, you know, 1025, we cannot get you in. So if you have a comment, we want you to kind of get that out early so we can make time to move you into the show. We want to invite you to chat with us, so definitely press 1, and we're going to get you in queue. But just don't do it too late because we won't be able to take your comment. Now, because this topic is so hot and so steaming, I'm going to kind of just go ahead and jump right in, bring Brandon on. We, we're going to chit-chat a minute. We're going to dive right into our content of the show this morning because I don't want us to run out of time trying to get – across what we want you to get from this show. So be you ready for the folks? Are you ready? Oh, baby, I'm ready. I'm 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 beyond ready. This is actually gonna be real exciting for me as well. But before I do that, let me just let me just let y'all in on something. So everybody know I'm getting married, right? And so I started doing this whole CrossFit thing. Right? I I know I told y'all I was gonna have the conversation with the pastor last week. We we gonna we're gonna we're gonna get back to that. Um but I started this CrossFit, and I, like, died seven times on the first day while I was doing that. It's a bunch of jumping and squatting and running, and, I, like, I, I – but, but in one week, I already see the difference. Like, my body is more toned. Like, the chichos, they, 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 they're going. So, ladies and gentlemen, CrossFit works. A lot of wear and tear on your joints if you're not careful, but CrossFit works. So, I like that, and I think CrossFit is my new thing. All right. Well, thanks for sharing, B. Thanks for sharing. We want to keep the people fit, you know, fit. We want to keep them healthy, keep them wise, and uh, just keep them in shape, right? Fact. All right, so our topic, our topic today is, and here's the question. Do you believe that your birth order factors into your personality? Now, we've been doing some studies, doing some research, and there is a lot of research out there, y'all. And I think this this is 
totally fascinating to me. As as I began to read and, and, and look at where I am and my birth order and my siblings and how we relate and looking at other people's families and, and cousins and nieces and nephews and grandkids and seeing how they relate, it is a trip. I am so enjoying this, and I'm finding some of this, ah, Almost true. Are you are you believing some of this, Brandon, or are you totally like, nah? Where you at on so, a scale of one to ten? Are you believing this concept? On a scale from that, one to ten, I'm gonna say I'm at about, eh, let's go with, uh, let's go with seven. I'm gonna say about a seven. Here's here's the reason why I give it a seven, because I think that there, it, it it depends on how you were raised. Like, you know what I'm saying? It depends on how your parents raised you, you know. But the the middle child syndrome thing, and I know we're going to get into it, it, it kind of, you know, it kind of has its place. I'm a middle child, so it, it kind of has its place. But I don't know. I got to hear some. We got to bring some more evidence to the table on this one. All right. Okay, here we go, y'all. So let's go ahead and get started. So we're going to start with, the firstborn, we're going to talk about the firstborn kids. We're going to talk about the baby, and then we're going to talk about the middle because the middle is um, has the most dynamics to it with, with middle kids. So that's that's what we're that's agree to do that. So we're going to talk about, well, well let's talk about the firstborn because we first. Shout out to all my firstborns out there. Now I'm going to read this to y'all. Y'all let me know if y'all find this to be true. So. What it says is that firstborns tend to be ambitious, reliable, conscientious, cautious, achievers, controlling, bossy, rule followers, and structured. Now, let me just tell you this. While birth orders really refer to the order in which you were born among your siblings, Many believe that the order in which you were born among your brothers and sisters influenced how you developed. So if you were born first in the family, it's sad that you would have most of these characteristics in your personality. Now, I'm the firstborn, and uh, I find this very true. (laughs) I find this to be very true about the firstborns. But here's the thing, though. The firstborns are usually have a lot of responsibility. It's my mother's fault. It's her fault. It's her fault because a lot of responsibility in most times are put on the firstborn to look after the other ones or, you know, or to be in charge. So you're put in that place as a leader early, you know, in life, you know. So I, I think that factors into it. So I, I kind of believe in that for firstborns. Um, it can be true. So, yeah, that goes to what we were just saying about, like, it's the way that you was raised. You know, like, the firstborn is, is, is the position that they get to help out with the, the, the next, you know, group of siblings. That's their job. So, like, a, a firstborn being bossy, you know, is it because he's the firstborn or is it because he had responsibility early? You see what I'm saying? So I, I, that one right there, that's that evidence that I was talking about. We got to, you know. I think that it's the way that they was raised because as a firstborn, if they didn't have any responsibility, then, well. And, and you know what? I, and I think that, yeah, I, I think that, but that goes back to what we're saying. It's the order in which you are born into the family which sometimes dictate your personality. Now, you can be responsible but not be bossy. Why does the firstborns have to be bossy? 
You know what I'm saying? You can be responsible, you can be a leader, but do you really need to be bossy? And how does that factor into your characteristics of being controlling um, high achievers? Because there's a lot of expectation on the firstborn. And I also read that a lot of the presidents are firstborns because of their leadership, because their achievement, because of their drive. Um, Firstborn people are often more successful because of that. Hmm. First ball. So, I mean, let me just let me just ask. What about what about what? So, what president you know is the firstborn? All of them? <laughs> you trying to be a smart ass? Uh, Abraham saying, Lincoln like, was, was Abraham Lincoln was the firstborn. Uh, he I don't count. He had ulterior that, motives. Well, he was a leader. He's a leader. He's president. Mm-hmm. And most successful people were the firstborn. I think Mark Zuckerberg was um, firstborn. He is the owner of um, Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Actually, Yahoo owns Facebook now. Thank you very much. He's the CEO, though. Well, he bought. Yeah. Well, he was the. Owner. Yeah, he was. I'm just breaking the chop. But it's all good, though. So here's here's some research that I found. I don't think Barack Obama was the firstborn. Now, it's a it's a gray area because he had a blended family, so he might be the firstborn of. I think he has a sister, and he might be older than her, but they're a blended family. I think his father had like four marriages, and his mom had two. I think altogether he has like eight siblings or something like that. But you know, so that we're going to talk about the exceptions because. You are, like, you could have other siblings, but they're, like, maybe not in your immediate family in which you were raised. So your dad got kids over here and and, and y'all didn't live together, wasn't raised together, then that may not affect you. However, um, there are clashes when these kids get together. So when you got the first one in one house and the first one in this house kind of get together, sometimes they clash. And if any of you have... um, what they call them, half-brothers or step-sisters and step-brothers, and you figuring out why y'all can't get along and looking at, well, that's the oldest child in that family and I'm the oldest one on this side, that could factor into why y'all can't get along or why y'all got these issues. So think about that when you're um, co-mingling or when you are, you know, in your blended families because that factors into, you know, why this person is this person. And then, you know what, Brandon, people go years without speaking to their siblings because of something. So I'm hoping that this information we, we put out will help you all kind of factor into some behavior issues in the family and help mend some fences, for real. While we laughing and joking about it, I hope you all see through the personalities of these people and be able to deal with them at a different level after recognizing that is why they are the way they are, you know. That's actually pretty dope. Uh, it's funny that you should say that because um, I have I have half siblings as well. I mean, they I don't call them half siblings. I shouldn't have said that. They're they're, they're my brother and sister. But um, I I noticed that my younger well youngest brother, not my bio, not my full brother, but my other brother, he he's more not standoffish. I won't say that you know, but he's more like curious because he's been the older brother since, you know, my father, you know, left and whatnot. So for him, things are a little bit different, you know, for somebody else that is older than him that has his same blood to come in and 
know that I'm older. You know what I mean? Way older, actually. So um, I get that, and I and I totally agree with what you're saying. But at the same time, I think that the like it should be like older older siblings unite. Like it should be you know that. So definitely don't alienate your siblings because you feel some kind of way that you know whatever situation happened between your mother and your father, whatever. You can't control that, and quite frankly, it's none of your business. You know, let them grown folks be grown. And love your brothers and sisters, you know, the way that you're supposed to, you know. So I I, I think and, I just had to, you know, say that, yeah. And, and let me say this to the older to the older siblings. Me being an older sibling and, and you know, labeled as being bossy and controlling, I, I think that's true. But I also think that there is a level of development and flexibility that you can have and being able to let people live their lives the way they want to. You know, and just because you're the oldest, you're responsible. Sometimes you can't help that nurturing, especially if it's a 10, 12-year difference where you were like the parent to your younger brother. Because I stay on my younger brother all the time. I do. And, and we have, and you know, I'm always riding him like, like his mama, like my mother. But that's the nature of our relationship. And, and, and he, being a youngest child, we're going to talk about that in a minute, how they are. And he's typically like that. And, um, and but we we have embraced it. And, and for me, being a older child, I, I have tried to be flexible. You know, I let people do do their own thing. But sometimes you love them so hard, you want the best for them, and it may come off like you're controlling them. But you're really just trying to guide them in the right direction. And so just Absolutely. be mindful of that. And, and and you know, not that you're controlling to put them in in harm's way, but you love them too hard. And that controlling thing can cause a problem, and you just gotta kind of just kind of let go and just back up and 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 and, and let it fall where, where it falls. It's hard to do. Trust me, it's hard to do, especially when you backing up causes it to be unsuccessful. But it, it, it's their mm-hmm. path, it's their life, you know. Yeah, and and I'm gonna have to agree with you again on that one. Um, my youngest brother, he was a wild child back in the day, um, but. Like he's he's growing up now, but he was just out of control. Like he was just like you know, and they, you know, we 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 called it you know joking around. Yeah, that's just that youngest you know syndrome. But it wasn't. We thought he had problems. We, we were like yo, you know, we you know talking about let's go to the doctors and whatnot. Let's see a shrink. Because he was just out of control. He you know, but in in our family, like you know, the men are very direct and strong and physically you know imposing and, you know, if, if there's an issue, you know, the way me and my brothers grow up, I mean, a lot of times we saw stuff with our hands and that just was the way it was. And so he had that times too, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it just, it was crazy. But, I mean, now, you know, he's good. He's still a little wild, but, you know, it's, it's okay now. It's manageable. Um, but here's, here's, the, here's the thing that I want to do. I want to I want to pay some bills real quick, guys, and then and then let's come back and resume this, and we'll get right into that whole middle and younger child or, or youngest syndrome. So uh, me and Soy are gonna pay these bills real quick, and then we'll be right back. Have you heard? Sponsorships are requested. Coffee Talk with Soy is looking for dynamic entrepreneurs like yourself. If you're motivated, energetic with a message or product, consider advertising with us. It's a win-win. For more information on those advertising and sponsorship packages, visit the website Coffee Talk with Soy or call me at 515-I-GOT-SOY. And again, that's 515-I-GOT-SOY. 
All right, all right. So before we left, we just had uh, discovered or uncovered some of the truth behind the older siblings and their bossy asses. So uh, what, what we <laughs> so what we got to <laughs> is, we just love hard. Know, we love hard. That's all. We that's love that's hard. it. That's all. all right. So. I mean, it's all good, you know. So the the older siblings, they don't really have the patience of a parent. They have the the, the leadership of um, a team leader or a squad leader. So they're the, they're definitely second in command, you know, or, you know, leader of the pack, as Cesar Milan would say, when the parents are not home. So that's the reason why they are the way they are. And I and I have to agree with that. Um, moving forward, though. What do we have next? Are we going to talk about the youngest or the middle? I think the middle is most important, so we should save it for last. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk about. Let's talk about the the last born, the, the baby, the child. Which is said that the youngest child of the family would tend to be more carefree, thanks to their parents. Uh-huh. They are knowledgeable about approach and raising children. By this point, parents tend to be a little more loosely with their rules especially when looking at how they raise the older kids, there may be a big difference in how they raise the younger ones. So the younger ones tend to be charming, likable. They are more likely to grow up in a more creative work field. They are fun, loving, outgoing, more social, attention-seeking, self-centered. Definitely. And it says that they can be manipulative, and sometimes they're followers rather than leaders. They tend to joke a lot and play all the time. That Definitely. is what it said. Yeah. So, now my youngest hmm. brother is my my youngest brother is a clown. Um, I've also learned that a lot of comedians that um, are out there are are. Are tend to be um, youngest kids. They're more carefree. They're more creative. Um, younger kids are more artistic. Um, sometimes they're artists and things like that because they don't have the structure. They can be more free to flow because they don't have to manage the household. Sometimes y'all don't even do no damn chores, but because they always yeah, plan sure. all the time, they get to be more creative. That is what's said about the youngest kids. Yeah, I'm gonna have to 100% agree with that. That's my youngest brother. Yeah, that's I'm gonna have to one hundred percent agree. There's no I, I wish I actually had a rebuttal for that. That's pretty simple. Like, um and I think that that's because so self centered and manipulative, they the youngest knows that all he has to do is cry and here comes mommy. What did y'all do? What's going on? And, you know, in my family, who's about to get they you know, who's about to get their butt whipped? So I think that um that's that's dead on accurate. Now I know I know one family. Um, my my best friend, her sister is the youngest, but she don't really fit this mold. And I'm 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 um, I'm eager to see that when we get in, and start talking about the exceptions of the family structure, that it, it could it would balance out. But um, most people, um, I, I don't know if I all believe that about all the younger kids. I know some with the baby syndromes, and sometimes the youngest ones of the family, few times can you know, sometimes act like they're the oldest, you know, especially um, when they when they get older. But we'll see what the exceptions say and how that factors into that birth order. But that's a little weird to me. 
So, Brandon, you are what? Are, are you the middle child or are you the youngest child? Totally the middle. Mm. So, I mean, I, being the so, – so what does the middle say? What do they say about the middle? Because I'm definitely the middle child. So what what is that? Well, according to studies, the middle children are are tend to um, have the ones with a lot of issues. What? Have a lot? Of, yeah, that's what it says. Yeah, because these children grow up. They they grow up. They can grow up with a sense of not really knowing who they are. They aren't the oldest or the youngest, so they're constantly trying to find their way to fit in. They they do make their mark on their peers. Parental attention seems to usually be devoted to the oldest or the youngest, so they tend to have more uh, more friends. They tend to have a lot more friends. Um, middle It says middle children tend to grow up to go with the flow attitude than the older ones being more structured, the little ones being, you know, um, not as attentive, but they tend to be able to go with the flow. And so... they often act as... And they often act as mediators. Hmm, I didn't know that. They're people pleasers. They thrive on friendships and have large friendship circles. They're a little rebellious. They're independent. They're peacemakers, and they are really adaptable. Okay, so that whole latter part, I agree with that. Uh, More often than not, I had to play mediator. And, I mean... Really? mm Mm-hmm. So... My hmm. oldest brother and youngest brother, they they didn't really they didn't really get along like that. Um and I guess this may have, this might have started like a couple of years ago with them not really getting along like that. But um I would all always get dragged into the middle of it and because I wasn't gonna pick a side and they knew it, I had to straighten everything out. Um and even with like my mom and aunts and stuff like that, that stuff's happened as well where I had to jump in and be like, Look, knock it off. And literally knock it off. Um, so that that a lot of times happens. I think that because that whole mediation part, as you call it, started early. I have a very bottom line. Yo, we're not going to deal with this, or let's deal with it. You know, or this isn't going to happen. So would that mean that most middle children are like CEOs and directors and managers and whatnot? Because then that works. It totally works. Maybe that's or an lawyers, exception part. Or judges. <laughs> I don't know, but you know, they said that they're, they're they're great mediators and and they and they have large social uh, structures. I'm wondering if um, it's funny you say that because CEOs or especially people who start campaigns and and because you know in order to um, start a campaign. And, and run a, a social structure, you got to be social. So even as mm-hmm. the firstborn being a leader, you may see the vision, but you got to really be able to connect with people because it's about building teams when they get to that point. So that that's a you know that, that that's a good observation, B. All right, yeah. well, a good observation. Have a mm-hmm. Now, only so, children. It says uh-huh. it says yeah. only children find themselves in a unique position where they are the sole receiver of their parents' attention. You could almost Boy, think of them as a well. They use super firstborn <laughs> in that they get all the same upbringings as the firstborn, but continue to see receive it throughout their childhood and treat it like a baby. In general, they dislike, 
disorder and like to be in control. They tend to be very confident, mature for their age, responsible, leaders, perfectionists, conscientious, and they seek approval. Only children. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with that. My fiance is the only child, and she's a spoiled brat. Love her. Spoiled brat, though. She's mature for her age. She's she a perfectionist. Definitely a perfectionist. Mature for her age. I don't know. Like she, I wouldn't say that. You know, I don't know. Definitely mature and wise. You know, but I wouldn't say mature for her age. I would have to have known her. You know, in her adolescence, to to kind of determine that. But I will definitely say she's very wise. Um, she comes up with. She doesn't. She's not really. She 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 goes with like structure. Me, I'll take more of a chance. Like I'll do something crazy, like just start a business, fresh out, and wake up one morning and be like, I'm starting a business, and and that be that. And there's nothing you can tell me to do it. I'll do my research and you know just say this is it. She wants to. Mm-hmm. She would prefer to maybe go work and do this and do that and retire. And I, I'm just not into that. You know. Like I wanna, I don't, I don't want to work for the rest of my life. But so that's that's some of the main differences, especially goes to what you were saying about structure. You know, it's funny because some of, some of the things that they say are the exceptions to the rules are that in in the event of a blended family, you know, if you um are have um you have a six year old and then you marry and then y'all have a child. So even though that may be the firstborn of your wife or husband, but it may be um, the middle in the family. So that structure may may change because of how they are numbered in, in the household and the family. It also states that if there are gaps of five years or more between the births, then it could adjust that as well. And then you have sometimes where there, because of the gap or because of, you know, different um Parents, the children are taken out of the home and they and they live with the dad or live with the mom, so they're also adjusted. So although it may be a person who was a middle child, really, but they were the first one of the family because they never really lived with their sister or, or their mm. brother. So those kinds of things can affect um, the birth and order. But I, I find this to be totally informative, and I find it to be relative to just dealing with people, dealing with families, understanding families, especially now be that these kids are really going through a lot, you know, in school and, 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 and so much is happening to our youth, you know, with with all the violence and all the sex crimes and all the other hate crimes and stuff. It, it, it saddens my heart. But I'm, I'm hoping that for those of us who have to deal with people, especially children, and to being able to use some of this information to help you get through to them. If you're a person that can deal with kids, I think God has made you extremely special. <laughs> you are just, you walk on water to me. It, really, you can teach kids or just because they, they need so much. And you just have to be in a certain place to be able to provide and, and nurture and guide and even just talk to them from time to time. So kudos to y'all out there who are out on the battlefield trying to develop these kids. Um, if you have kids of your own and you're having problems with them, we're hoping that, you know, in light of the fun that we shared, that it helps kind of, you know, um, you know, understand some of the dynamics that may be going on in their household. Absolutely. Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. 
Um, I think that is very, very important to, especially with the, with newer parents, you know, it is very important to understand some of the dynamic of the, 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 the household, you know, um, and understand that how your young people respond to certain things. Middle children don't respond well to rejection, period. You know, that's just something that if, if you don't know, now you know. Um, so the middle child being rejected or feeling like they're rejected, that's how you get the middle child syndrome and they start acting out. They start, you know, jumping the gun. Um, a firstborn not having any responsibility, you're kind of taking taking his power away from him. So that's also very important, you know. Um, So with that being said, and then with the youngest, you know, if if not enough structure, they're going to kind of run wild. So you have to kind of evenly disperse the – the attention, the structure, and the looseness. So, I mean, with that being said, this is a great show. Soy and I, oh, my God, I love being here with you guys in the cafe. I love, you know, doing what we do. Soy, how you feeling? All right. I, I, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling like I need to meditate a little bit on this. Um, as you know, we got some things going on for the rest of the year. We, you know, I do my mother's daughter uh, thing in May. I'm trying to um, bring attention to mother-daughter relationships and strengthen those, hoping to do something in the community in June for fathers um, to kind of help with, with, with that father thing. I think fathers need a lot of support, you know, out here. So we're hoping to make a difference in, in 2018 to help, you know, just empower our people. Each one reach one. That's what we got to do, B. Absolutely. You know? I'm with you. I got your back, baby. All right. All right, y'all. It's it's been real. We're gonna close out the show now. We've enjoyed talking to you, um in, in light of what we said. We hope it empowers you all to be better, um, to relate to one another, to understand each other and, and God bless these children. God bless them. Just love this show, Coffee Talk with Soy. That is your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. I'd like to thank the listeners and the guests for joining me in the cafe today. What a wonderful time we had. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Don't forget to download the app, Coffee Talk with Soy, from your app store. It's available on iTunes and Google Play. Stay connected. Stay connected, folks, by visiting the website, coffeetalkwithsoy.com as well as looking for us under your social media sites we're on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram under the name Coffee Talk with Soy remember the size of the problem is never the issue remember it's the size of you be great because you are awesome tell them Soy said so thanks for listening have a great week bye bye